Hi everyone, this is Theo, the producer. This week is a bonus episode, so enjoy this 15-minute sample. If you like what you hear, check us out on patreon.com slash firethecanon. There you can select a tier of $3 or more to get access to all of our bonus episodes, and you'll get to hear this full hour-long episode. I hope you enjoy it. Obviously, this is the Fire the Cannon podcast. Of course. Obviously. What else could it be? Yeah. You've got me, your host, Rachel. You got me, your host, Jackie. And you've got. And you got Thee. Thee. Your host. No. No. Your- oh, oh, we almost got you. Oh. <laughs> Boy, we're punchy today. <laughs> and you have Thee, producer O, Theo. Our executive producer. So that's just a parenthetical in the middle of my name. <laughs> the producer. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when you get the three of us together on a podcast, nine times out of ten, it's fire the it's cannon. Fire the cannon. Yeah. One time out of ten, it's your brush with fame. <laughs> oh no. But we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> And I don't know, maybe half a time out of 10, it's Bump Patrol. So you just never know what kind of podcast you're going to get with us. You never know. No, you usually know. Theo, you want to tell them what we're talking about today? We're talking about the RVW. Mm -hmm. Our favorite Dutchman. I really have a hard time saying Rip Van Winkle. I always want to say Whip Van Wrinkle. Whip Van Wrinkle. (laughs) Whip Van Wrinkle. (laughs) Or Whip Van Winkle. I just, the R is hard. Rip Van Winkle. The good thing is it's right at the beginning, so you can focus right at the start. Wink Ripper. (laughs) Winkle Ripper. Van Winkle Ripper. (laughs) Inky Winky would be so proud. Y'all know that's a a Kung Pao reference? Yes, Theo, of course. Jackie and I do. (laughs) Why didn't you make us watch Kung Pao for your birthday episode? Are you going to do that next year? Oh, sure, we can do that. That movie changed my life. I was trying to make you happy, and you just were like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that for you. Oh, sure, whatever. Yeah, a- anything for you, Jack. <laughs> if, if you really want to do that. <laughs> I know, it'd be a huge chore. Okay, wait. I think of points. We've got to tell the audience one thing, which is what the podcast... No, I guess two things. What One, what the podcast is about. Two, who wrote Rip Van Winkle. Theo, can you... It was uh, Diedrich Knickerbocker. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, we gotta say what the podcast is about first, Theo. This, in this podcast, <laughs> they read the books in the Western canon and decide which ones belong or not. Indeed we do. And the book we're reading this time is no book at all. It's a short story. It's called Rip Van Winkle, and it's by <laughs> Jackie Washington Irving, a.k.a. Diedrich Knickerbocker, a.k.a. What was it like, Professor Crayon? A little wise man or something? Yeah, Professor little Crayon. Little wise man. <laughs> what were his names? <laughs> I don't know. Just in, just insert me reading the list from the last episode in here. No, thank you. <laughs> it wasn't Professor Crayon. <laughs> it was basically Professor Crayon. Okay, I'll just tell you a few, and if you like what you hear, oh, it was Jeffrey Crayon. <laughs> go back and listen to our previous episode where we talked about Washington Irving, who is one of the greatest trolls in all of literary history. Great troll. According to Rachel, the name Jeffrey is basically professor. So all you Jeffs out there, Jeff? thank you, Dr. Uh-huh. Jeff. <laughs> Here we go. Here's some, here's a little bit. Jonathan Oldstyle, Lancelot Langstaff, <laughs> Jeffrey Crayon, 
Diedrich <laughs> Knickerbocker, Frey Antonio Agapita. Love it. Love it. You forgot the wizard. What was it? Like Johnny Wizard? Was it Johnny Wizard? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, William Wizard. William Wizard. So not so far from Johnny Wizard. So to Jackie, Johnny and William are the same thing. Yeah. You know Prince Johnny? Johnny and Kate. We love them. Prince Wizard. Who's Johnny? Who's Johnny? Prince William. Oh. oh. God, you guys. <laughs> I think you're talking about Prince Crayon. Jackie, we literally <laughs> fought an entire war to mm-hmm. not have to give a fuck about those people. That's like the one thing that I love about America. How do you how do you like Meghan Markle and uh, the other guy? Well, he's not a prince anymore, so I'm fine with him. Yeah. So you must no, but you must love him extra. Doesn't she have a podcast now? I'm sure she does, don't they all? So now we hate her. Yeah. I've received information <laughs> from a trusted source about um something that we said in our Gatsby episodes that it's not, I told Rachel, it's not a correction. It's just like additional information that provides context. Can I tell you? Yeah. Or is it going to be like, you know, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald, he got an award for like being the best at gay sex once or something. Is that what it's going to be? You, you know, F. Scott Fitzgerald <laughs> had a totally average size penis. You know that, right? <laughs> and here's a picture. <laughs> okay. This is from my friend, Michael, not Theo's friend, Michael. Mm-mm. One thing about Gatsby, Wolfsheim, Meyer Wolfsheim, is based on a real historical figure, a Jewish man from New York who was a notorious crime boss and gambler and who is either believed to have or known to have fixed the World Series. This real man's name was Arnold Rothstein, which is not much less stereotypical than Meyer Wolfsheim, in my opinion. This is Michael's words. Uh, Doesn't excuse Fitzgerald for the physical descriptions, but at least explains why this caricature exists. Okay. Kind of. So it's like we were dinging him 100 points for anti-Semitism, but we're bumping it down to 85. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, it's He said that uh, apparently this Arnold Rothstein was a main character in Boardwalk Empire. So One time I had a dream that I had watched that show, and then I woke up and I was like, that's weird. I have no connection to this show. Hmm. Hmm. You know, dreams always mean something. So I guess everybody's based on a real person then. Yeah, everybody is. (laughs) Let me say two things. Again, I keep having two things to say. One, we are covering the works of Washington Irving because he's got a real crisp fall feel to him. So we thought that it would be a good lead in to spooky season, which is coming up in October. And we haven't decided what book we're covering. Excuse me. Spooky season is right the hell now. It's all year round. It is September. Well, but we're ramping up to spook right now. We're not full on spook. I have a pump. Pumpkin spice tea bag in here. <laughs> that could be Theo's fall nickname. Pumpkin spice <laughs> tea bag. Tea bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. He's called himself tea bag before. That's why I brought it up. No, <laughs> yeah. other yes, you people have. called me that. You called yourself tea bag. <laughs> other people call me that. Okay, so anyway, so that's why we're doing Washington Irving stuff. And my second thing is, I had requested that we start recording the podcast slightly later because I'm moving to Atlanta, as most of you know, and I was on the phone with a moving company guy who said it would only take a few minutes, but it took close to an hour to kind of make an inventory of all my stuff, 
And when I told Jackie and Theo about it, Jackie was like, make sure you tell him that you have, tell him about your books. And yeah, I didn't try to guess. Make sure you tell him you, you've got like 10 times as many books as Jackie has. And you know how many that is. Okay, oh, yeah. so multiply that oh. by 10. Everybody knows. So he said like, he was like, oh yeah, you guys, based on the size of your house, you're a little light on furniture. And I was like, yeah, the reason for that is because we have a lot of cheap bookshelves that I'm not taking with me. But all of them have books. And he was like, oh, okay, so you have books. And I was like, I need to make something very clear to you, sir. And this is what I said verbatim. I said, I have <laughs> a truly astonishing amount of books. Wow, you're like Voltaire. An almost <sighs> unbelievable amount of books. That is what I have. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so he was like, so like 40 or 50? <laughs> well, initially he had me down. He had our entire house. He was like, I think it'll fit into 59 boxes. And when I said the thing about the books, he was like, should I bump you up to 80? And I'm like, at least. What? So anyway, I think I made it as clear as possible how many books I have. Hmm. And? We'll see. I mean, he gave me the quote, and luckily, the money that my new job is giving me will mostly pay for the company to pack all of our stuff for us and move us to Atlanta. Hmm. So I might do that because Stephen cannot handle stress. Make sure you talk to Jess Owens about the struggle of moving yeah. books because apparently they can really mess up books somehow. <laughs> I, Stephen and I are thinking we might pack the books ourselves because then we can knock some money off the total if we like for every box we pack, you save a little bit of money. Yeah, it's not like it's hard to pack books. Like it's hard? I don't really yeah. need a box. Just put them all in the truck. Yeah. No, I'm going to pack them politely. But luckily, yeah. I mean, a lot of my books are comic books, which are just out of frame. And those are really easy to pack and actually quite light. She just looked out of frame at her comic books as she said that. And smiled <laughs> lovingly. <laughs> we love you too, Rachel. <laughs> my sister Becca has borrowed like tons of them from me over the years. But she like left them all at my parents' house and never brought them up to Durham. So when I went to visit my parents this past weekend, I had to like fill my car with eight years of comic books that Becca has borrowed and never returned. <laughs> and so now I have even more. You know... Your comic book purchases are a large part of why most of my family believed I was a lesbian for a very long time. <laughs> I bought you one comic book called Lesbian Space Pirates. You know, no, no. You bought me a set of comics called I Was Kidnapped by Lesbian Pirates from out of space from outer space. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it involved a woman in bondage being carried away by an alien lesbian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not what you said. That's not one book called <laughs> Lesbian Pirates. Basically. Uh, you better still have those, by the way. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and I look at them every night under my covers with a flashlight. And you model your love life after them. <laughs> so you were unwrapping this. You didn't know what it was going to be. Your entire family is crowded around seeing what it's going to be. No, they weren't there when I was unwrapping it they were there when i was like moving out of the dorm room later that year and they were like what oh, we've been sending you to college for you you're spending all your money on this learning about gay aliens <laughs> hey, who's that madeline yeah that's caitlin college And that's your dad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really, really, I don't know why I'm so slap happy right now. Um, they, they didn't say that because they didn't spend any money to send me to college. So <laughs> it's all on the. It's all Joe Biden. You paid for it, audience. Actually, if you're part of the American tax base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I got a full ride. Need-based, not merit-based. Hey, yo. (laughs) Wasn't it? Didn't someone say congratulations to you once? We were together and we were talking about like going to college or whatever. And you were like, Covenant scholars. You were, yeah, you were like, oh, I'm one of the Covenant scholars. And someone was like, whoa, congratulations. And you're like, you get that if you're one of like the 50 poorest students at the college. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, oh, okay. It sounds impressive though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in the top, I'm in the 1% of poorness. (laughs) at UNC. Yeah, I think you made that joke too. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it was 50, but it was, yeah, it it was not very many. And they had You definitely did say 50 poorest because I was like, wow, Jackie, what an achievement. Maybe that was true then. I don't remember. But it might not have been correct, but you definitely said that number because I've always had it in my head. That's a very small number of people. The elite. Yeah, compared to the whole number of the school because I remember we had like a Covenant Scholars graduation and like- it wasn't that many people. I, probably not all of them went. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, they would have events like etiquette and like table manners. And I was just like, it's not that I don't know how to use a fork, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe not true. the way you want me to do it. Just I strap it to my wrist and I just jab, jab, jab. But, you know. Strap it to your wrist. As far as I saw as her roommate, Jackie knew how to use utensils. Her fork mm-hmm. technique was immaculate. It's on point. It was like she'd been using one her whole life. Like she didn't they had, need that <laughs> crash course. Yeah. They had another course that was about just like reading skills. And again, I'm like, okay, I get it, but I can read. You got in. I got yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Covenant scholars love that. Wow. So they taught you how to use a knife and a fork and they taught you how to read. <laughs> and I owe them everything. It's actually for the fifty youngest students and she was there with like two year olds. Yeah. <laughs> These are your colors. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's really funny. I didn't tell you guys this um, on the uh, on the podcast. I think I've told you in real life before, but no. you want me to tell you or not? I'll tell you because this short story is so short. Yeah, tell Rachel us. had to pay out of pocket for the Covenant Scholars Program as one of the 50 richest students. <laughs> that is not, you know that's not true. I was not one of the 50 richest. No, I, know I was not, not even true. one of the 50 richest in our dorm, I would guess. Probably not, but. Based on how those people were spending. When I did my orientation, I had a bunch of kids from my high school who were going to the UNC orientation and I asked everybody and like people from from you and or from governor's school I was also like oh which one are you guys going to and nobody had the same one as me and I was like that's kind of disappointing but whatever so then I showed up and I was with my dad and I was meeting all these students and like making friends and whatever and I was like oh my gosh UNC is so diverse I'm really impressed and then like I kept going meeting new people and I'm like wait a second (laughs) there are no white people here and then I looked at the um, you were at the diversity day orientation yeah, and it was like yeah. it was like welcome to UNC segregation day. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was something it was something kind of subtle so that you wouldn't necessarily know right away that it was like orientation for non-whites or whatever. That is so weird because I know that things like that exist. Like in grad school, like we we usually have like a diversity day interview day, but like yeah. they say that on purpose so that it's like you guys can feel comfortable yeah. and you get the option to do it and like it's it's like a more supportive environment, blah, blah, blah. You don't feel like you're outnumbered by a bunch of like white applicants, which you are, but you won't know it because you'll be in a room with, you know, the other ones. Right. (laughs) They did not tell me ahead of time. Which is problematic in a different way. Yeah. Wait, so that means like, Jackie, for you, was it only white people? Uh, I think there was like one Asian girl and I looked around and I was like, this place is really diverse. (laughs) Love this. (laughs) Just kidding. Compared to Bun. (laughs) No, but Bun was fairly diverse, but we did not have a... Really? I mean, Bun's not as not diverse as people think it is it's just very small 
Okay, let's talk about this guy. We like him, right? Let's just say uh, straight Theo, up. Theo, get out of my outline. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I haven't edited anything. I see, but your cursor is in there. But I want to follow along. Okay, okay. So let me tell you some fun facts. Ready? Yeah. Rip Van Winkle. Theo just typed the word fart right into the beginning of it. Okay. No, no. Fart Van Winkle. 